sit back, double your pleasure, and double your fun. It's time to let the force awaken in you. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 169, part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrifying to hear your name, I guess. One, six, nine. (laughs) All right. Sorry about that. I forgot to push pause. (laughs) I was so into Ed's alluring voice, like, oh, what episode is it? I completely forgot it was episode 169. (laughs) All right, folks. So here here he is, part two. Um, You're getting two parts. First part, we talked about our week, blah, blah, blah. Talked a little Star Wars. I almost cried like a little bitch. I get teary-eyed, which made Ed cry, which means he's more sensitive than I am. <laughs> he was crying, folks. I was, no, no, <laughs> those I, I eyes were all pink and <laughs> oh yeah, they were they were all they were getting ready to squirt. There was a couple, you know, single <laughs> tears. It was the dude tear. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> now he's now he's justifying that he was a bitch. <laughs> no, no, not justifying. I'm just saying that's what it's called. It's the dude tear. It's that single tear down the side. Like, like, you, you made you made the wooden shop. Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls, Frankie. Niagara Falls, Frankie. I would have been more honest if it was Niagara Falls. Okay, anyway, so um, here we're going to give you DVD and Blu-ray and video game releases for the week of Christmas. That's right. All right, so a lot of these are, actually everything is on a Tuesday release. So uh, this Tuesday, right before Christmas, one last shopping trip. Yep. These movies you might be interested in picking up or television shows. Pan is coming out on Blu-ray. <laughs> Apparently that's what everyone did in the movies. <laughs> uh, <was> smart joke. <laughs> so there's a gag gift for, for Christmas. If you... Actually, if you want to get me, my gag gift would be Fantastic Four. I was in Best Buy and I, knew I was holding the Teal Steel book going, it's only $20. And I knew this movie's bad. And I looked at the special features. Nothing as good as I wanted. Like it was uh, like, like I really wanted them just to be honest and go, Fantastic Four. What went wrong? The documentary, <laughs> yes. you know, as well as the movie. Because then I've been like, I'm buying that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what else? Uh, what else has come out? Uh, a movie called Dragon Blade. It stars <clears throat> uh, uh, two actors that uh, Jackie Chan and. Okay. Uh, it's an odd one. That's that's why I picked it. This one was because uh, and John Cusack. Wow, that is an odd combination. Yes. <laughs> so uh, it's set in China during the Han Dynasty, 206 to 220 AD. So, okay, so John Cusack's doing a period piece movie? That's right. <laughs> all right. I mean, Jackie Chan, obviously, I can see because of the whole Kung Fu and martial arts and all that stuff, but John Cusack? Yes. All right. <laughs> that threw me off the spur <laughs> loop, too. I was like, I got to bring this to the that show. That might be a red boxer just to see, see it. it. Okay, so I'm sorry. It's the Han Dynasty. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dragon Blade follows Han An, an official famed and enslaved for a crime he didn't commit. Soon thereafter, however, he meets a legion of defection Roman soldiers led by General Ludacris and a pair of... General Ludacris? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this sounds like a Lucius, comedy. I guess. Okay, okay I'm going to say Lucius because uh, Ludacris. I, bo- I butchered names Ludacris a lot. Ludacris so. would be a, a, um, a rapper. Yes. Or it's like, uh, it, just by the name Ludacris, it'd be like, it's got to be a comedy. <laughs> and, the, and the pair begin uh, from form an un- unlikely alliance. Who are you? I am General Ludacris. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. No. Kind of in a general sense. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, what else you got there? Uh, we have uh, Dominion Season 2 is coming out uh, for any sci-fi fans out there. Okay. And Defiance Season 3. Okay. Okay. And this one you might be interested in because you were kind of somewhat interested in seeing it live on television. The Wiz Live is coming out this oh, week. Oh, really? They're, yeah. they're putting that out right away? Yes. I was like only mildly interested in it. Okay. I wasn't like... Oh, I said somewhat. Ooh. I didn't say like yeah. you were like... Yeah, like oh, we're oh, missing God. the Wiz. <sighs> that was That's his inner voice. And we're missing the Wiz? I mean, I was, I was more of more, like I said, the... Um, um, morbid curiosity, right. which is funny because let's face it, um, the um, okay, it was a huge hit, yeah, huge rating success, and people would be like, "That's because the Wiz is awesome," blah blah blah. And I'm kind of more in the camp of um, the sound of music was horrible, mm-hmm. and it was live, and so when they did Peter Pan with Christopher Walken, the oddity fact came in because it was like, "Oh my god, the first one was so bad. How bad is the Peter Pan going to be?" Peter Pan was equally bad, yes. if not worse. Yes. So I think that now, because whatever I think whatever the third one was going to be, whether it be The Wiz or not, I think it was going to have just as much people because I think now it's the it's the um, freak factor. Mm-hmm. Like live television, what could go wrong because the other two were so horrendously bad that The Wiz could be a train wreck waiting to happen. Right. You know, so let's go watch that. And I, you know, of course, there were some people who loved the Wiz and were like, "Oh my God, it was great! It was amazing!" And there were people going, "It was just as dumb as all the other ones." Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it, it's it's getting. I'm going to say it's the Sharknado factor. Yes, where you're going to watch just to watch it. Right. All right. What else? That uh, that is it for uh, Blu-ray and DVD releases for movie and television. Yeah, I got no. I got no. There was like 39 leaves. releases this week for for pre-orders. So like, you're basically yeah. I, just... I got nothing, so I don't have the computer screen in front of me to kind of go. This is my pick of the week. But, oh, uh... oh, you know, I'm sorry. I did have one more. It's the WWE Survivor Series 2015. Wow, yeah, that kid. is really scraping the bottom yes. of the barrel. You know, unless you want to see workout tapes. There's not even yeah. any good pornos on this uh, this week. So they never do pornos on that. It's all these softcore porn. Right. All right, uh, any video games coming out this week? We have one video game. The Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel is coming out this Tuesday for the PS3 and PS Vita. Oh, that's right, it is, yeah. Yeah, because I remember looking at it, because I was like, we have special editions at work. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a PS3 and a PS Vita game. I'm like, oh, I guess that might be considered the last PS3 game of the year for (laughs) good. One final one before the end of the year. Yeah. Well, all right. There you go. All right, so, uh, yeah, I got nothing on any of them. Okay. Let's get to the news. <laughs> okay, what do you got there, Ed? You, you know, okay, I have some articles and you have some articles. Yes. Do you want to back and forth this, like ping pong it, or do you want to be like, or do you want to just take your four articles and then I do my four articles? We could back back and forth. Ping pong yeah, it? That's way, that way, you know, you get a little okay. break. I get a little break in between. Okay, all right. I'll start off. Uh, John Wick 2. Apparently they're making a John Wick 2. Did you know that? Yeah, I did because you gave me the notes about what the news articles were, which usually I never look at. But now I am actually kind of did, did see that. <laughs> Before I handed you those articles, did you know? Um, I saw a headline, but I didn't, I didn't care. And I'm not, okay, let me this way. I did not care enough to click the article to read it myself, but I would gladly sit back while you read it to me. <laughs> well, apparently there, there's going to be a slight Matrix reunion on John Wick 2. Okay. Lawrence Fishburne is also going to be a member, of, uh, co-star of the film. 
Um, and uh, they, they've actually seen him filming in New York City with uh, Keanu Reeves okay. on a rooftop. That's how they, they're reporting this. <laughs> so they're both on a rooftop again? Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to say probably how great would it be at this point. In this movie, it's John, it's Lawrence Fishburne who goes, whoa. <laughs> Look at you know, okay, you hear here you you heard it here first, folks. Anybody who sees John Wick too, there's gonna if there's a moment where they're they're talking and some the action piece happens and Lawrence Fishburne turns to Keanu Reeves and goes, Whoa. I called it. I'm claiming it. It's <laughs> mine. It's mine. Go ahead, what else you got? Well they they say, you know, the rather rather puzzling pieces why they why they're shooting up on this rooftop and they think <laughs> that, that whoa moment yes they think that Lawrence Fishburne's character is going to be a proud owner of a pigeon collection hence why they're on the rooftop and that he's they think they're going to speculate that he's going to be like a uh, mentor like William Defoe's character was in the John Wick original wow that uh, of course it's all speculation right it's speculation because people want to because they're you know why because that that plot thing that speculation Fits very perfectly into um, they're trying to say, well, is it a Matrix reunion? Yeah. Because Morpheus was like a mentor to Neo, so why not have him come back and do a mentoring again? Yeah, that is that is a pure speculation piece, just based on the headline alone. Right. It could be. How do you know that? First of all, where do they get the pigeons from? Let me get, I'm assuming that there's a pigeon. It's a rooftop, I guess. It's a rooftop, and is there a pigeon coop up there? Are they at Mike Tyson's place? <laughs> <laughs> I think. We, <laughs> They got to solve a mystery. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne actually actually solves mysteries, but he if, gets if, messages if, through the. If Norm Macdonald starts speaking as one of the pigeons, <laughs> I'm out. And you can if there's a talking pigeon that sounds like Norm Macdonald, I'm so in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, people. If you haven't by now and seen Mike Tyson mysteries, do yourself a favor and go watch it because it is hysterically. Fun. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, that's that's way like, dude, man. No, that's <laughs> too far fetched. I mean, it, it's it's easy to make that kind of, you know, like, ooh, it's probably like this because they're just taking what they know about the Matrix and trying to pigeonhole it <laughs> <laughs> into this whole kind of similarities. Like, oh, it's a reunion, and it, how do you know that Lawrence Fishburne isn't the bad guy? Yeah, and it's a final showdown between the two of them on a rooftop. Yeah, or maybe John Wick needs some information. He's going to hang Lawrence Fishburne off the edge of that that thing. You don't know, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Rees. Yeah, <laughs> the one who wrote the article. What paper was he from? He uh, it was uh, posted on Cinema Blend. Okay, that was that. I'm, I'm getting well. I'm getting an audio clip ready. Okay. I brought audio clips. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I'm a newscaster, Ed. <laughs> now coming to you from my side of the table, it's Sean with the news. <laughs> do you like to stream movies, Ed? Yes, I do. Do you like Netflix? Yes. And do you hate Comcast? Yes. Well, you might hate them. You might be a little bit more definitive about this little tidbit of, number right. of information. Apparently, Netflix has a clever new plan to combat Comcast's bandwidth policy. Ah. I don't know if you noticed or not, but uh, Comcast infuriates subscribers earlier this year by adding bandwidth data caps and charging for overages. Really? Yes. 
Wow. Sneaky sons of bitches, right? are, yeah. So obviously, if you're you're a Netflix user, you stream a lot of content. So now, if you, how do you know? Like you might be limited on what you can watch if there's a data cap, right? Well, Netflix has been working on a way to compress the files on some of its shows so that they don't need as much HD quality and could require less data. Nice to do. Okay. So you know, let's see. Netflix is very anti um, streaming cap. Yeah. They kind of believe like if if you're getting let's say 150 gigs a second mm. on your internet bandwidth, you should be able to get 150 gigs a second. Yeah, there should no be like, oh well, if you pay this much, you get 50 gigs a second, and if you pay this much, you get 100 gigs, and if you pay this much, you get the full oh, bandwidth. Right, you get the full bandwidth. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but Netflix or and, and Comcast is greedy, money hungry bastards. Yeah, and the government has kind of is trying to stifle that whole like you shouldn't have to cap because because it bottlenecks stuff. Yeah, it's going to cause problems. So what Netflix is doing is they they they're experimenting right now on how to save bandwidth while providing the same or even better quality viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, what they do is they plan to stream the files based on the complexity of the content rather than the connection, meaning. The shows that are deemed visually simple, like the animated My Little Pony series that they yeah. have, um, can have their bandwidth significantly reduced without any major drop in video quality. Wow. More complicated live action shows won't be able to make this those same sort of changes, yeah. obviously. But um, they did say that... Yeah, but if you're a family of, of like four, say, you have a little girl that's watching My Little Pony, it's she's not as using much bandwidth as if you're watching your action movie. Right. You know, the next Star Wars movie on... on like, you know, Netflix or, you know, Star Trek or whatever. Exactly. Like, your little kid could watch, you know, binge watch My Little Pony, and you're not going to have to worry about it if you want to binge watch, let's say, Doctor Who. Yeah. You know, instead of having to go, well, honey, you can't watch My Little Pony because mommy or daddy needs to watch their shows. Yeah. You know, or you <laughs> sacrifice your own. Like, you shouldn't have to look at your bandwidth to kind of go, okay, we're going to get to pick one show this week. What are we going to watch? You know, because, I mean, if anything, that would probably put more people out to go to Redbox. Yeah. People might actually go out more, which would hurt Comcast in the long because they'll have less subscribers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In fact, that like, you know, like like now, like, I like binge watching, but I like actually watching, binge watching, like, DVDs or, or Blu-rays. Like, when I yeah. had the, the box set of, of uh, the Clone Wars, I was able to watch that and yeah. not worry about, like... How much speed, you know, data speeds uh, and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm pretty sure season 10 of Supernatural is on Netflix. And mm-hmm. I could have been watching that if I went to. But I bought the Blu-rays. You know, so I'm watching, I'm binge watching that. I got like a disc and a half left and I'm done the season. You know, once I'm not, you know, spending my time, you know, with two times points on Battlefront. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, the, new, the, the technology isn't really fully developed yet. They're kind of actually... It's not wide release right now. They they they're they're putting it out into the small markets. Small markets. Right, they're yeah. kind of like randomly without telling people no to see how well it works to see if there's any kind of fluctuation as far as people going. Hey, my quality, my Netflix kind of sucks, and I don't know why. Oh, we know why, sir. We're just not telling you. We'll get right on that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yet they do plan to encode thousands of titles in the titles in the near future. With a complete transition by 2016. Wow, so that's, that's quick. Yeah, you know, so mean, that's... You know, yeah, so like by the end of 2016, all their stuff should be encoded into a way where it's compressed and still not lose the quality, or, or in some cases might improve the quality. 
you know, the, the tighter the bandwidth, the more, you know, the less space it's using. I wonder how much the, Netflix is now going to go up because they do all that work. Um, well, they did. They did do a little price hike not too long ago. Okay. It was probably to pay for the to, the work to do that already. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to to to, uh, to hear because it's like you know, I'm I'm kind of glad that they're working on this kind of problem in a different way because I mean, the government kind of stepping in and, and trying to stop the bandwidth uh, capping, yeah, is is impossible because until you like make a law like and, and interfere with business, and how's law make it? I just feel like we should just <laughs> went right into the we call it those Saturday cartoons. <laughs> oh, I'm a bill, <laughs> and I'm on Capitol Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> derailed there. <Go> ahead. <laughs> I lost my thought there. Oh, uh, basically, like uh, you know, because I mean, we've been talking about this for years, and it's it's yeah. still going to be an ongoing debate whether you know, like when when the government's going to finally step in and say because we are horrible in technology. I mean, there is countries <laughs> we're techno we're techno technological whores. Yeah. But it, it like, in, but in terms of 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 like the bandwidth, the usage of it, like like Europe's like way up there, yeah. and, and, you know, and even even like third world countries that like because, can't afford iPads and stuff. Because like that. America's run on money grubbing corporations that want to leak, suck as much money out of you as possible. They're pay, they're you. They're capitalizing on our laziness and yeah. our need to binge watch things to kind of go. I think there's a way to make money here. What do you say if we tighten up the reins on how much they can watch? They'll pay more to watch more. Where Europe is like, who cares? I'm watch whatever the fuck they want to watch. Yeah. If they're inside binge watching, you know, Desperate Housewives, they're not up shooting people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what we're still making money. We're still making money, and guess what? Maybe that's the reason why you have so many you know drive-bys. No one's home watching TV. <laughs> Can't Cause afford it because your, your bandwidth sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Took too long to load. I'm going to shoot somebody. Yeah. Like, God damn it, I can't watch My Little Pony. I'm going to shoot up the neighborhood. <laughs> All right. All right. So what else you got there? Well, speaking of My Little Wait, Pony. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of My Little Pony. Yeah. You know, of course, the toy generations kind of make it a comeback with Transformers, G.I. <laughs> Joe movies. Okay, hold on. Let's see if we can segue this back and forth because I think we got, I think, I think we can find ways to make this work. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Well, apparently, G.I. Joe is a growing cinematic universe with other major toy brands coming on board. That's true. I mean, Hasbro has been a whore about their, 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 you know, their stuff. Yes. So the other, besides G.I. Joe, they're talking about Micronauts, Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light, and Mask, and ROM, Space Knight. These are the these are the products that they're going to join together with GI Joe. Okay, first of all, the only name brand in that whole bunch is GI Joe. <laughs> the rest were scrub market shit cart toys that no one bought. And some eighties cartoons, but some eighties cartoons. <laughs> but right. still, the kind of the point is not like okay, mask. That was uh, not not the Jim Carrey mask movie. It was yeah. it was like a, like a something task force or something. It was Mobile Armored Strike Command, yeah, M-A-S-K, yep. Yep, see, and even then back then, they had to be cool as they could because they didn't want to put C because, you know, that would be more natural as command. Yeah. But they had to do the hip, cool K, K. to make sure that everyone knows it means mask. <laughs> I blame that show for elite speak on tight <laughs> keyboards. <laughs> Just saying. Like, it ends with, mm. you can say combat and would still pronounce mm. it right. Go ahead. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, you know, they they're they're going to bring all these universes together with not like they're creating a mask movie or they're creating 
Hey. Right, they were trying to combine them all. And, <laughs> I guarantee you, at one point, they all thought they would have their own franchises. The movie Battle, uh, we call it Battleship, came out. Yes. I mean, let's face it. They they sold the rights to GI Joe, Transformers, Battleship, Monopoly. Sorry. Um, and shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. That's right. Shoots and ladders. So they were like, okay, well, the movies worked pretty well for GI Joe. Worked really great for Transformers. Let's do Battleship. Uh, that didn't do so well. What do you see? We put them all together in one movie. <laughs> yeah. We'll take the mediocre marketplaces of all these and put them together and make one massive. Yes. What? Transformers is good. GoBots should be just as good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I can see a GoBots movie now. Uh huh. <laughs> It'd be stupid, but I'd be like. <laughs> They, they did you, it. You know, somebody because there was like, after Transformers came out, there were definitely like the sci-fi movie of the week where it was transforming cars and yeah. stuff like that. They all had like the, instead of Transformers, it was uh, transporters or trans. You know, it was it was some knockoff name where if you walk by, <laughs> you go, "Oh, is that the Transformer?" Because you see an Optimus Prime kind of looking thing. Yeah. And, like, your grandmother would never know, so she'd buy you the movie going, look, I got you this movie. Yeah, I got you Transformers. You're like, yeah. And you're all excited. You're like, this it's is Transformers. Transformers. It's called Transporters, Mom. It's not even, it's not even, what do you call it, the good one with, what's his face? Uh, you know, the fighting guy. Or it's, you're excited on Christmas morning to get Optimus Prime as the, yeah. as the gift, and you open it up, and it's like this yellow. and <laughs> It's all, it's like a knockoff version. You're going, but it's not Optimus Prime. It's Prime Optimus. <laughs> like, oh well, you know what? You, you know, it's it's well, you can play with him when you can listen to your David Bowie albums. <laughs> you know, well, you can walk and go on the internet. <laughs> Grandma, you're not not really helping me here. But you want your Prime Optimus, right? Right? It's called Optimus Prime. Well, what's the difference? It's still a truck that transforms into a robot, which I don't understand how that works anyway. <laughs> Grandma, but you don't understand. Optimus Prime is red and blue. This is yellow and orange. <laughs> Does it transform? Yeah. Well, what's the difference? You don't. You just don't get it, Grandma. Well, the, okay. <laughs> like, it's not G.I. Joe. It's like... Joe's army. Like, uh, uh, and they look, U.S. militia. Yes, U.S. militia. Hey, look, I got your road work. You know? <laughs> road work. <laughs> Who's that? It's, it's supposed to be... This looks nothing like roadblock, Mom. Like, but it's road work. It's, I got face cutter. Fence cutter. Uh, I got anaconda eyes. <laughs> I got the communications officer, two cans of string. <laughs> uh, I got the guy in the mask that you like, you know, C3PO. <laughs> you know, mom, no. Yeah. And then your dad just get angry. Well, you know, you should be just grateful you get anything. <laughs> <laughs> So you take your goop out to go upstairs. <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> well, I'll just leave the gobots here and go up to my room. <laughs> take your prime optimist with you and go play with it. Be grateful for what you have. 
<laughs> so they're trying to create one big giant universe. Yeah, that's right. So Micronauts, which began as a uh, toy line in 1976. I used to have Micronauts. That was a name brand. And it became a comic series in 1979. It's set in the micro universe uh, and follows the team's battle against the tyrannical director, doc, dictator sorry, named Baron Karzar. All right. <laughs> Together, Commander Octarctus. <laughs> I just wow. I'm just sitting there going, I can't believe they're trying to do this. Commander Ron, I'll just call him that because his last name, and his robot co-pilot Biotron, <laughs> Princess Mara, and Prince Argon are the warriors uh, with Acto Year. Whoa, you just Acro Year. See, this is the problem. And trying This is the reason why. See, because He Man and She Ra were already taken. That's right. So they had to come up with these guys. <laughs> Wow, like I'm like, I'm like it, this is like a true for all man. I'm like, I'm like, holy crap! Like, wait, didn't He Man come out after the fact? Like, weren't they in the '80s? Yeah, He Man was in the '80s. Wow, boy, they got screwed. <laughs> they should sue He Man. He Man just went. How can you pronounce that? What's that? It's a, it's a guy. It turns a prince. It turns into a really buff guy. So he's a He Man kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. That's a brilliant name. You know, He Man. It will have a dash in it and make it sound hip and cool. And, does he have a sister? Yeah, yeah. Can we call her She-Her? No, that doesn't sound really good. But how about She-Ra? Oh, all right, that works. Because she rocks. That's brilliant. <laughs> Write this down. <laughs> Copyright it quick. And then he'll have a bad guy, and you know, even though he'll be just as buff, but he wears this skull mask. He's this skeleton-looking thing. You know, and we'll call him Skele- you know, Skeletor. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course you have visionaries knights of the magical light again this is another one it's like what cover f- uh provides the b- 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 sorry a wizard named merlican swear to god invites everyone interested in learning the ways of magic and go through a series of trials that if they Quick. succeed they can wind up seeing armor and an animal which they are able to transform into Quick, hey kids, you like to learn magic? Come into my house. <laughs> come into my windless van. Come, come into my van. I'll give you free hugs and I'll teach you all about the world of magic. Look, I'll make this stick disappear in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that stick's kind of soft. It's not a stick. <laughs> How many fingers do I have? Oh, look, where's this finger going? Oh. <laughs> It disappeared. You, 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 you do the whole figure like, oh, no, now it's missing. I have to go back up in there and get it. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, you played this game before. No. no I'm just were, you a- the, were you the I'm, giver or the receiver? I was just able to tap into the dark dregs of society and go, hey, would you like to learn some magic? <laughs> Look here! If you tug on, you want to kiss a rabbit between its ears? <laughs> Would you like to see I'm part elephant? Ooh, gag! Kiss the trunk. It don't mind. <laughs> That's what adults gotta be with your kids at you at all times. <laughs> and that makes sense. All right, what all else right. you got in that article? Because uh, it sounds like they're just kind of making a. They're taking all their knockoff brands. That's exactly and, it. And, and, and of course, Mask is the other one, which we just talked about earlier. So those are, those teams are going to team up with G.I. Joe to make a cinematic universe like 
Marvel's universe or uh, DC uh, now. See, uh, okay, so here's the problem. I personally, the only team up I'd really want to see, GI Joe and Transformers. Okay, put them together in the world because I could kind of see. I could see the road. I could see you know. No, I could see the yeah. Rock driving, sitting with Optimus Prime. Yeah, easy. Come on, you can see Snake Eyes driving. We call one of those transforming motorcycles. Yeah. You know, and they work together as a team to overthrow whatever big, you know, bads coming from Optimus Prime World, you know? Yeah. Uh, but to, to try to bring in all these other knockoff brands, it's just like, come on. Like, give it up. Yes. Why don't you just take the products that you know can work and... Yeah, but the thing is, is like like, like those two universes they, work they, together. But you're, you, you've got, like, a mask group. I'm like, okay, you know what? Mask and G.I. Joe could work together. I could see that, you know, kind of thing. Okay. But, but when you go you into the Micronauts... Yeah, then, then you got a magician trying to make your people into animals. It's like... Yeah. No. No, that's, that's out. And then, of course, the other one, which was... Uh, <laughs> The vi- uh, the Micronaut, no, Visionaries, nice of the magical, like, that's the, the the magician one. And the Micronauts was like, I don't know. It's, it's well, okay, horrible. here's the thing is, you know how, like, we had, um, you know, we played with those toys as a kid, right? Yeah. One of my favorite toys growing up was, I had a Spider-Man doll, right? Yeah. Well, ironically enough, do you want to know how Tom Holland found out that he got landed the role of, of Spider-Man? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> No, tell me, please. <laughs> he actually found out the same way everyone else did on the internet. Get out. Nope. Says so right here, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> it said he was, it, this is a quote. He was actually, um, I really, he's right now in the movie Heart of the Sea with Thor. Yeah. So technically Thor and Spider-Man are starting a movie together. Yeah. That no one's seeing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, while he's probably promoting, every, they were like, well, so how'd you learn about, you know, you're going to be Spider-Man. How great is that? How'd you learn about that? He says here, you, you, you recalled going, well, I was actually having a really bad day and I found out on Instagram. I was in my bed. I was scrolling through Instagram and Marvel had posted a photo of Spider-Man and it said, go to our website and find out who it is. <laughs> now, of course, you know, the actor signed on for the part as a huge Spider-Man. You think that he would have been around to shake a few hands and celebrate a bit. No, he was in bed. <laughs> Someone else did the work for him. He woke up and was like, oh, fuck, I'm having a shitty day. Let me just scroll. Who did they get to play Spider-Man? Me. <laughs> That's like you and I waking up and them going, hey, yeah, we just signed a deal with Geeksters to do a new uh, live radio uh, program on AB- NBC. See so, so yeah, so who's going to be the new the new radio personalities on a on major networks. Yes. I guess it's not us because we didn't hear anything. I, Click. But then again, Holy crap. Then again, we don't have Instagram. Or we do have Instagram. I never look at it. So if anybody be, you'd find out. You get this phone call. Sean, guess what? What? Don Booth just called. He's going to put our faces in the in the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he, we're going to go in. He's going to do some characters of us. So we're going to be characters. We'll be like the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern or Dragon's Lair. <laughs> I'd be like, do we get to do the voice? No. <laughs> they want professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Can I request Mark Hamill and uh, Kevin Conroy? <laughs> Can Nolan North be my voice then, maybe? No. Going with, you know, stars. 
<laughs> but there are stars in the you know voiceover community. No, no, we're thinking more of a uh, Bob Seth, oh, wait. Seth Rogen and Seth Green. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, congratulations on him. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of the uh, uh, Marvel Universe and characters, uh-huh. Scarlett Johansson may kill a stripper in a hard R-rated I'm comedy. I'm already in. <laughs> like, you say Scarlett Johansson, stripper? I mean, but okay, what's Well, she's that? not going to play the stripper. Well, she's going to kill. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, Scarlett Johansson will probably be at a strip joint at some time. Right. It's called Move the Bo- Move That Body is the name of the title of the film. Okay. In which five friends accidentally kill a male stripper during their bachelorette party weekend. So it's very bad things except the gender bender? Exactly. Because they said <laughs> that's, that's one of the things they brought up. Is fact, it's like, really? Yes. Christian Slater and John Favreau starred in the black <clears throat> comedy, Very Bad Things. I love that movie, by the way. It's the same premise. So, yes. Uh, but with, yeah, exactly what you just said. So, anyway. Okay. All right. Right. So uh, the script comes from uh, Broad City writers Lucia Arnelio and Paul Downs. Arnelio is planned to direct and Downs is the co-star in the film. Okay. Apparently, though, this movie was on a blacklist of 2015. A blacklist? Yes. That usually means that no one wants to touch it for a 10-foot pole. Exactly. Um, do they say why? Uh, no, it does not. <laughs> the one interesting fact about this, besides Scarlett Johansson killing a stripper, is why? <laughs> like, like, why was it on the blacklist? Um, maybe because of content. You know what? Probably it was on a blacklist because either there was... Someone associated with the movie mm. is kind of like there's like a ban against them just because someone pissed off somebody else. Yeah. Or the fact that maybe the content of like, um, oh, well, you know, it's objectifying, you know, <laughs> objectifying males as, you know, no, that would never happen in Hollywood. <laughs> there would be more of a blacklist if it was objectifying females unless they were coming off, come across as. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. The fact that the script was made on oh. the blacklist gives it its a cadence that it was a solid. It's a solid idea. That's what it says. I swear to God. Oh, okay. The R-rated movie Neighbors led this past summer and Trainwreck with from Amy Schumer broke hundred million dollars. So uh, they okay. were also on that as well. So they figured that since this is going on, that they might there might be a okay. thing to these blacklist movies. Okay, okay. I think I think that sentence kind of maybe just gave me the idea of why it was blacklisted. Yes, a lot of a lot of companies. Obviously, the the main goal you want your movie to be is a PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. It gets most people. Get that gets the most asses in the seats. Right. Neighbors, um, the, uh, we call it train wreck. They're hard R comedies. The old, and it's funny. It's always been like they go, no one will go see no one will go see a hard R comedy. But yet it worked for the American Pie movies. Yeah, you know, and then it died a little bit. And then it was like, well, no one watches those. Well, here comes, you know, um, Knocked Up. That was pretty popular. No, no one watches those. And it was a neighbor's hits, and it's huge. And then Trainwreck hits, and it's huge. Like so now, obviously now studios are going to go. Well. Don't we, don't we have a comedy that we weren't going to make? We were trying to find a way to make it PG thirteen. Let's let's. What else we got? We have this movie. You know, it's it's kind of like remember that movie, really bad, very bad things where they kill a stripper. Yeah. How about this time? It's women. It's a bachelorette party, and they kill a dude stripper. Get how much money you need. <laughs> <I'm in>. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's interesting. But you know something. Ed? 
Speaking of movies, yeah, I actually have this this interesting um, little article about about um, about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, he actually was it. What do you call it? At the um, he was actually in the Howard Stern show, right? And since we earlier we talked about Star Wars, right? <laughs> right. He was since we talked about Star Wars, he actually um, has a problem with. Disney is kind of giving him a hard time. Really? Yes. And I actually have the audio clip with me. Yes. Because I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play the clip. It's about okay. two minutes long, but if I can start getting bored, I'll, I'll kill it. Just yeah. to kind of give it a highlight. <laughs> so I like that. If I start getting bored, yeah. I'll kill well, it. Because it, it happens on the Howard Stern show. And I have my own. I used to like Howard, not anymore. Yeah. I got my own purse, so I'm kind of begrudgingly have to hear Howard's voice on this show. Wow. Um, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that now. But we'll talk about that <laughs> we'll later. We'll see that for another yeah, time. Yeah. Right now, let's just hear what, what Quentin Tarantino has to say about Disney. Because he's got a movie coming out called The Hateful Eight. Yes. So, here what he has to say. Uh, that's not actually... That's not actually it. What the fuck? It's the Quint... So why? Here, here it is. Okay. Here it is. I just learned something the other day. It was real bad news, and it really fucking pissed me off. And I think I want to voice it right now. Please, the forum is yours. Uh, basically, and I'm not talking about the whole country. But I'm talking about one theater in particular. Oh, you sound nervous about this. Well, it's a big fucking deal. All right, go, All right. Ahead. go ahead. All right, so uh, we were going to play at the Cinerama Dome right. on the 25th. We okay. were going to open there. And play there exclusively for two weeks. That's the hateful eight. And yes. Star Wars was going to play the two weeks before us. And I always, I mean, listen, I grew up in Los Angeles, so I think of the Cinerama Dome as a real big deal and imagine seeing it at the Cinerama Dome. Means something to you. Exactly. Right. Disney, who owns Star Wars, yeah. decided, well, you know what? Maybe we want to play throughout the entire holiday season. Oh. And not, you know, uh, uh, so we're going to go to the Cinerama Dome and say that they can't honor their contract right. with us to show the hateful eight. And the Arc-like people that own the Cinerama Dome said, no, 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 we, you can't do that. We, we have a deal with uh, the hateful eight people. And, and showing it in 70, that's what we do. You know, we, we have the 70 million projectors. Right. They didn't have to move them in. Right. That's the thing. We even start off with the Cinerama logo right. at the beginning. As of yesterday, Disney came to the Arc-like people and said, no. Wow. You are going to play Star Wars in the Cinerama Dome for the entire holiday season. And if you don't, if you honor your deal with the Hateful Eight, we will not allow you to have Star Wars, the biggest movie in the world. We will not allow you to show it at any of your arc like movie theaters. Oh. So, in your mind, that's petty because they've got a big blockbuster on their hands. They've they got don't the need biggest. To movie in the world we're talking about one effing theater They're, they are going out of their way to fuck me quentin in all f uh, fairness i must say uh, there's nobody from disney here to refute that or to say no but as far as i'm you know concerned I, i'm going to say that that uh, that's the problem i have with howard right there howard wor does we call it um, america's got talent mm -hmm. isn't that a show on uh, abc uh good question I'm sorry, but he's on national television now. Yes. So, Mister, I got to cover my own ass by by saying the politically correct thing to save my own job, possibly. That's <laughs> well, where I have a problem. What was what was the show again? 
Um, America's Got Talent. Him, Howie Mandel, used to be Sharon Osbourne. Yes. I don't know. Is it on ABC? That's what I'm finding out right now. NBC. NBC. Okay. Yeah. NBC. All right. Still, I still think it's kind of petty of him going, I need to save my own ass because I have a network job and <laughs> I might have to work with Disney at some point because yeah. Disney owns ABC. But anyway, so <laughs> here's the rest of it. There you go. Entertainment reporters call up Disney as of now and ask for their comments about their extortionist practices. Listen, Bob, look at Bob Iger. Howard's plea to Disney CEO. Okay. <laughs> Here, now, here's Howard's plea to Disney CEO, Bob Iger. There's another problem I have with Howard. Just because he may know a guy's name, he thinks he actually has any real power in Hollywood. Yeah. So he'll he's going to make a. I'm going to stop it here. Yeah. Because what happens is he makes his plea to to Bob and say, hey, just play the fucking movie, right? Thinking, and that if there is any, is any press like we we're doing right now, yeah. and if more enough people go, hey, let's play the movie, Howard's going to try to take credit for it. Going, well, I started because I had Quentin Tarantino on, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I have my issues with you know him. I, I used to used to be able to handle Howard when I was yeah. younger. Now I just can't stand him. But again, that that's a, no, it's not a, a, that's got nothing to do with the news article. Yes. News article basically is that Disney is saying is trying to struggle going because we have the biggest movie you should listen to us and if you don't play our movie we're gonna fuck you in the long run. Yes. Now, uh, you know it's Disney. I, I what do you do? Like I, I'm gonna go see the A for it. And the reason why this reason why it makes it's a big deal about this theater is Quinn's a huge he's a um, a film fanatic. Yes. And he filmed The Hateful Eight in 70 millimeter film. Mm-hmm. And because it has a different look and a different texture and a different feel when you film in that kind of film. Yeah. Only certain theaters have 70, million, 70 millimeter projectors. Yeah. Everyone now is going digital. Yeah. So for him, it's going to the Arclight Theater to see it on the cinematic scope and the 70 millimeter, that's a big deal to him. Yes. And it's like, it's not just about, it's about getting my vision of how I saw the film out to the theaters mm-hmm. for the people who love that 70, 70 millimeter feel like um, Lawrence of Arabia or Ben-Hur. That's how those movies were filmed. Yeah. So it's like, I, you know, cause well, I'm going to go see the hateful eight Christmas, you know, but I'm probably at the Woodhaven. There's not a 70 millimeter. It's going to be a digital representation. It won't be the exact way Quentin wants me to see it. Yes. But I'm still going to see it because it's a Quentin movie and I love all his movies. Right. But and I do think that Disney is getting a little bit, little, Disney is that, that the mouse with the ego. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I tend to agree on this one because only, you know, you, 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 when you're a fan of something and you just support them blindly in a way, like you know, I am with Disney a lot of times. The fact is, is that when you get to something where it's a small, small kind of thing in the scope of yes. what Disney's going to make in its, in this movie, why not let him just run it for two weeks and let Quentin go to his theater because yeah, it's two it's weeks. his vision. Like he wants to do it and he wants to do it this certain time period and he set this all up way ahead of time with investors. And There's the movie a contract product. involved, right. so it's not like it's not like the, he's they're they're. Uh, uh, they're they're strong arming this whole situation, you know, just because they're a big yeah, entity of being it's Disney. It's not like Quentin Tarantino made a space opera. Hey. He made a western. Yes, it's set in a room. Yes, you know, it's like you've already made a hundred and fifty million dollars in one day <laughs> with your little movie. Yes, 
Yeah, come on, guys. Come on, Mouse. Let it, let it go. Just let it, let it break just a little bit. You know, be, be be a better people. Because the thing is, is that like they're you know he's not gonna. <clears throat> Quentin Tarantino is not gonna get the Chinese theater, which is like a big deal in, in Hollywood and right. another, another you know kind of thing. And because there's like a bunch of theaters in that area that, that yeah, like, all, well, it used to be called when we were growing up was Man's Chinese Theater. Yes. Now it became something else. Like that corporation bought it. Yeah. It's, it's the shot where you see if you're ever a fan of Blazing Saddles, is where. Um, and he goes, hey, Lamar, his hands are so small. How do you do such great stunts? That, that's where Blazing Saddles is playing with the theater. It's Man's Chinese Theater. Yeah. R2-D2 and 3PO's footprints are in etched in the cement at front of Man's Chinese Theater. Yes. No, but, uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's, it's a shame. Yeah. Well, speaking of losing something, Tom okay. Hardy. We reported <clears throat> a while ago that Tom Hardy – Left playing Rick Flag in the Suicide Squad. Okay, apparently that is not true. <coughs> he, he's pissed about this because the reason why he was not—he's not going to play Rick Flag—is because the movie Revenant, which he's starring in, or really one okay. of the stars of this movie, is is what the filming went way too long because they were scouring the earth for winter um, locations, snow right. locations. The Revenant is the Leonardo DiCaprio movie where yes. he gets killed. Well, some might call he gets left for dead. Tom Hardy plays kind of essentially the bad guy in the movie. Yes. And they they wanted the, the harsh winter climate for this for for a lot of the movie. Yes. All right. And so so, so since since of course I guess the global warming effect that we're having here or the, or the or the hotter fucking make it digital snow. God yes. damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> that they were looking for authentic because they were they really right. I'm an stuff. artiste. Yes. Well, of course, I need realism. I'm, I'm, this is a side note. Did you know the Leonardo DiCaprio slept, slept in a dead bear carcass? So to because uh, he's such a method actor that he really wanted to feed that feeling of what it would be smelling in a, you know sleeping in a dead bear to survive. I, I you know what I, I I I I don't even know if that's even true. It, it was an article I was going to bring to Nerd News one week. But we had too many articles. We went too long. You know, Unless blah, blah, blah. there's a video clip of Leonardo DiCaprio actually saying, yeah, I slept in a dead bear carcass once. Just to just know how it felt. <laughs> felt. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that's got to be one of those internet rumors that people like to spout. Like uh, like the uh, hanging midget in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you know? Some people believe it. Some people don't. Some people have irrefutable proof. Some people go, you're out of your head. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those, it's through the ages, uh, 30 years from now, you're going to hear someone going, did you know that Leonardo DiCaprio once slept in a dead Blavis carcass just to get into that role? And people are going to be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so he says the reason why he got booted off of he because got, he got booted off of Suicide right, Squad because of scheduling conflicts between Revenant and and uh, Suicide Squad. They the Revenant went two months longer, which would start at Suicide Squad, so he couldn't be in the first two months. So they just said, "We're going to fuck look, you, you're out." You're out. So yes, so he's still pissed. <clears throat> and he actually tells people about it. Like he's he, you know, he was he was actually silenced for a while, but now that the Revenant's coming out and Suicide Squad's right. finished up. Right, everyone knows he was going to be Rick Flagg in the Suicide Squad, and then he wasn't because he's, do, you know, supposedly... But scheduling conflicts is, is kind of part of the business. Yeah. Like, um, I remember ha um, Kevin Smith talking about when he was doing Dogma, he had Chris Rock in it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Rock, at the same time he was filming Dogma, was filming Lethal Weapon 4. Mm-hmm. So he actually had to kind of borrow Chris Rock only on the weekends mm-hmm. for him. And, I mean, granted, now Kevin Kevin Smith's movie Dogma wasn't a huge multi-million dollar budget movie. It becomes more of an independent film. And, and it was like you have to kind of negotiate with that con- contrast. Kind of go like, look, I need him on this these days to film his scenes versus, like, that's the reason why, like, right now, uh, Kevin's movie Yoga Hosers. Mm-hmm had to stop filming for a little bit because Johnny Depp was out making, I think, Pirates. Yeah. So it was like he had to stop production or at least stop this. He, he couldn't do the scenes with Johnny Depp until he got back. Right. You know, so it was like, it happens. I mean, it's a, it's a scheduling conflict. Yeah. And, and Dis- I mean, Warner Brothers was like, well, we have dates and we have times and this is when we want our stuff done so you better show up or you're out because this is money, you know. Especially, I think with with DC. I mean, they got Warner Brothers. They've got a they've got a big shoes to fill because they're competing against a, a universe that's already been out for years. Right, and you're doing it with characters that it's Suicide Squad's a very iffy movie because it's been getting like it's mixed mixed press at best. Yes, you know, people either like the Joker or hate the Joker, or like Harley, hate Harley. They've been saying that we call Croc looks like a a, a cheap knockoff of the Thing. You know, from the Fantastic Four original movies. Yeah. You know, so they got bad press and good press. People are going, oh, wait, Deadshot's black? No, well, who cares? Wait, Deadshot's eye, you know, scope is on the left eye, not the right eye. What the fuck? Like, yeah. you know, like, what's going on? You know, it kind of. Right. So it's, it, I can see why they want to kind of be like, we got to make this date. Because if not, it, the longer we wait about putting this movie out, People are going to be even more pissed, right? And I, I think, like in Tom Hardy's case, though, is the fact is that it reminds me of the whole Jason Moma not playing Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy it's because the he wanted way. to try, yeah, kind of thing. But then the fact is, is that if Suicide Squad is a success and future movies could be made, that he could be red yeah, flagging a lot of movies that like like this is like a steady paycheck that I can make millions of dollars yeah. on, and, and he, it's an easy ride almost. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could he could easily have ridden that. He he fell out of a franchise. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, I mean that's the that's the kind of but Tom Hardy doesn't seem to be kind of like a franchise kind of guy, to be honest. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, sure he was Bane. You know, he was in a franchise, but no one's making a Bane spin off movie. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, he was in Mad Max. So you know what he's got himself a franchise technically yeah. with Mad Max. Something that was given to you. Yeah. You know, so you wanted to go and make an art house film of The Revenant, a passion project for somebody else, and you were willing to do that. You signed a contract. I, I mean, it, it does seem like kind of crying after the fact yeah. a little bit because maybe The Revenant's not getting as good press enough or maybe he thinks that, you know, if I bitch about another movie, it'll make my movie more interesting. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. It's the I got to blow out your candle to make mine shine brighter kind of mentality. Yeah, yeah you're right. You know, but uh, I mean, you know, it happens when you have movies coming out. But speaking of movies that are coming out, right? Yeah. Um, am I doing the last article? Yes, you are. Well, we talked about Star Wars in the beginning of the yeah. show. We talked about, you know, toy lines and stuff like that. Yeah. And we obviously talked about not only actors having problems with movies that are coming out versus the ones they're filming. We even hear from Quentin Tarantino talking about a movie that's from him. Well, 
and it all seems to be circusing around Star Wars and franchises, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it just so happens, Ed, that I have what could possibly be the list to tie it all together here, a list of the Star Wars movies that are upcoming. How did you get that list? Uh, well, again, you gave it to me. <laughs> but I, first, I just want to take a moment to kind of go, we did some very nice segues. Yes. You know, for not, I thought really, it was brilliant. not really thinking about it. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, so the upcoming Star Wars movies, um, yeah. it's a list of titles and release dates. And this is, uh, okay, so you got The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. Episode 7, it's out. Here's one we do know about, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. It's a Star Wars story. It's bu- it's Wood and Woody and Buzz traipsing through the galaxy. <laughs> okay, well, so it's um, the Godzilla director uh, Gareth Edwards. He's been hired to to do the very first spinoff movie. Yes, um, and we all we pretty much already know what this one's about. It's going to be. It's a story about the stealing of the Death, the, the Death Star plans mm-hmm. that eventually get used in Episode Four, A New Hope. So technically, you're already kind of doing the expanded universe that you kind of talked about before, like yeah. the resurgence of Episode Four, Five, and Six. Basically, starts here. Yes. You know, it's, yeah, it starts in A Force Awakens, but it it, it really takes flourish in Rogue One mm-hmm. because it is kind of going back and saying, "Hey, remember this part." Yes. This is how it happened. This throwaway line that they kind of gave you in the in the movie, right? You know, like you you hear about it and you go, "Gee, I wonder what happened." And now right. we know. Now you get to see the story, and then that you can now use that as a launching pad to watch rewatching episode four, five, and six. Right, right. And then this movie, I'm I'm really excited about because there was rumors that this uh, a bounty hunter named Cad Bane is going to be in the film. And uh, I've read somewhere else. I know you're looking at no, it. No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm for reading so I can uh, have okay. this conversation with you. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Cad Bean, if, if anybody doesn't know, was in the uh, uh, <coughs> Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars TV series. Right. And he was a badass uh, 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 bounty hunter that I was like, I just draw yes. to him like, right away because he, he, he's one of those like bounty hunters that's like, like, like you always see like the Williams kind he's of He's the fail. Boba Fett of, what do you call it? Uh, I think he's better than Boba Fett. because he actually has speaking parts. Yes. <laughs> but the fact that like. Doesn't like, fall into a Sarlacc pit. Like if, you, if you've seen the Clone Wars series, he actually succeeds in collecting his bounties. All right. And I was like, that's the, that's the kind so of. So did Boba Fett. Yeah, but. You know, he had the one. He got it. What happened at the war? Not his fault. <laughs> If it wasn't for a blind Han Solo hitting him in the back. Going Boba Fett, Boba Fett, and swinging a a stick around and hitting the, accidentally hitting the right button. Who knows what would happen to him? (laughs) So we know that's coming out. Yes. Chances are you'll probably, you might see Darth Vader in it. Because it is taking place during the events of episode four. Yeah. So you might see a cameo or two of Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, then after that, obviously, it's episode eight. Mm. Um, don't know much about it. We just know that. The, oh, by the way, the release date for Rogue One is December 16th next year. Yes. So this time next year, we'll probably be doing a spoilerific version of Rogue, Rogue One. Yeah. Um, and then in 2017, May 26, 2017, that's when we're getting episode eight. Oh. All right. Now, this is where it gets kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because. They wanted to do kind of like a prequel, sequel, prequel, sequel, prequel, sequel, kind of like 
as we're going forward with this Force Awakens stories, we're also going back in the past to tell stories of how maybe this is the how we all got here. Right. More of development of, of behind the scenes kind of what's right. going on. Like, right? you know, the next one up for grabs here says it's supposed to be the, the young Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. Not much is known about that at the moment. They're just trying to get it planned and ready. Um, but the problem is, and this always bothers me, is that when you give a release date for a movie that's not even in development yet, I'm always like, why don't you nail that shit down before you go, this is our day? Yeah. Because it's going to come out May 25th, 2018. Okay. Now, granted, it's a year and a half, you know, two years away, mm-hmm. year and a half, you know, oh, well, actually, well, year, two, yeah, two years away. Two years away, yeah. I mean, so, so there's enough time, and, you know, if they, if they start filming in late 2017, you know, mid-2017, they'll be able to get it out by May. Yeah. You know, as long as if they start with the post production of the special effects and shit. Well, you figure figure a lot of a lot of stuff that you're you're going to see in that young Han Solo movie. Is the fact is, is it's not not they do need characters from what's going on right now. No, no. So yeah. that's the thing. So like they they could totally <coughs> have a total movie group do it themselves. I mean, like Disney has enough. Money that's to true. Go, if know. they could start, if they could, if they nail down a script, they could start filming. By early next year, right? Yeah, you know, by middle of. I mean, the only conflicts you're going to see is probably like location shoots because you know you're going to use right. planets that probably have to. Okay, yeah, it's like hey, we need a desolate planet you know, that looks like it's all desert. We're going to go. Hey, let's go to Tunisia because it's worked for Tatooine and it's worked for Jakku. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, aren't they filming you know, this scene and you know, blah 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 in episode eight or? Yeah, but that's that half of the desert. We yeah. got this half. Yeah. It's a big, big desert. <laughs> You know, it'll be the, the 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 theatrical mistake. You'll see a couple of stormtroopers yeah. in the background, like they weren't supposed to be. The there. First order stormtroopers just wander in. <laughs> yes. like, I'm sorry, is this is our movie. No, no, it's the other movie. All right, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and then obviously episode nine. You know, um, the conclude that the Force Awakens trilogy, mm-hmm. which is going to be release date, is in 2019. So I'm going to say they're going to probably try to stick with the May, May release. Least, yeah. Um, you know, and then after that, it's supposed to be the Boba Fett movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is supposed to be rumored for 2020. Yes. So, okay, can you believe that you and I are having a conversation where we're going to go, they're going to have a Boba Fett movie in 2020. <laughs> like, uh, a character that was introduced to us in 1980. Yes. You know, Technically so, 1977, but nobody really knew because he was an action figure, but that's besides Well, the yeah, point. but the first time you see him, or actually, well, technically, the first time you see him in the movie, well... First time you actually see him is in the holiday special of the animated character. Yeah, 78. 78. So, but no one really remembers, everyone knows that's where his origin story, but never seeing him in action until, like, real action in 1980. Yeah. So, I mean, you're still looking at 20, 40 years <laughs> this character's been around and he's finally getting his first movie. <laughs> first solo project. His first solo project. So, I mean, it's it's it just shows you the the longe- longevity of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, of how our lives are, are, are molded by one, you know, wacky adventure a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Ah. But you know what's close, Ed? What? Our show. That's right. And you can hear it every Sunday night from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. That's right. And since you're searching around the internet, you know, go to Facebook and go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to download the show. Or you can go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, and give us a like as well. 
<laughs> Good save. But you can also, if you're not a Facebook user, you can go to Twitter if you're a Twitter user and follow us there at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. That's right, Ed. And if you think you have anything that you want to discuss with Ed about anything, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to explore Sean's vast knowledge of sci-fi, pop culture, anything. Dead, no pressure. <laughs> You contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's right. You know, so uh, tune in next week when we'll have more shenanigans and more wackiness. And um, Ed must have something else to add. No, 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 oh, no, no. Because I'm, I'm just usually say, waiting for you fingers. You know, usually. I was thinking maybe we could do like an end of year show since it's going to be the last show of 2015. Uh, sure. What do you want to do? Rehash old articles? <laughs> talk <laughs> about the same things we always talk about? about? You know, we could talk about what we thought was good or bad for the year. We oh, like a, kind of like a year review. Yeah. Okay. No lists. No lists. No lists. No lists. We'll okay. we'll make a list of one. Okay. One worst movie. One great movie of the 2015. Okay. All right. And then maybe one show and zero show of one one each good or bad. And that's all it. right. All okay? right. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see what we can do. All right. <laughs> all right, folks. See you later. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.